to The Challenge Historian, where we dive deep into all things MTV's The Challenge, past, present, or future. If it's happening in the Challenge universe, then we are here to document it. I am your host and dedicated Challenge Historian, Jacob Hollibaugh. Thank you so very, very much for being here with us today on this wonderful day of the week. It is Tuesday, the best day of the week, because that means we are only 24 hours away from a brand new episode of Season 37, Spies, Lies, and Allies, which means it's time for our super fast review preview. Get us caught up and ready to go for tomorrow night. This podcast will follow our usual Tuesday format. First up, 90-second recap of everything that went down in episode 11, followed by commentary on anything that happened in the between time, and then we'll finish up with our preview and predictions for episode 12 tomorrow night. The only housekeeping note to speak of is that you are welcome to not listening to, hopefully, fingers crossed, not listening to crappy audio right now because this is officially the second time we are recording this podcast. The first one was great, and then the audio, for some odd reason, it seems like my microphone or one of them may have broken. So we're re-recording all of this, um, and it'll be just as great the second time around, maybe even better. Maybe we can learn from that first time. But otherwise, uh, if you, if I, at some point I say, oh, I thought, I think I already said this and I hadn't, at least on what you've heard, it's because I have basically said all of this one time before. But that's neither here nor there. Let's go ahead and dive on in to first our 90-second recap of everything that happened last week on episode 11. Time for that 90-second review. We are on... This season, I believe we are two out of nine at actually getting these in 90 seconds. But this episode, while a good one, isn't quite as plot heavy as the last two have been. So maybe we can actually, we can get back on track. We can get that third uh, that third win, that third time under 90 seconds. To be fair, most of the other ones have been just over, not very much over. But we're going to get it under this time. So let's set the clock, 90 seconds. And here we go. In three, two, one, everything that happened last week on episode 11 of Spies, Lies, and Allies. Three, two, one, and we're off. Ruby team morale is still down, so Corey leads a boot camp to pump everyone up, which doesn't lead to the greatest workout of all time, but certainly does lead to some team bonding. We then see a bunch of FaceTime calls home. Ed calls his mom Tammy, Big T calls her sister, Nelson calls his mom, and finally Kyle calls his pregnant girlfriend to get to see an ultrasound of his soon-to-be-born son. After that call, Kyle is then in need of someone to explain how childbirth works to him, which Amanda happily does in graphic detail, much to our viewer delight. Meanwhile, Tori is dressing up Emmanuel in drag and having a fun, crazy day that ends up with them in bed together. Daily challenge ensues, satellite sabotage. You jump from one platform to another over and over all across the water to get to the end, grab a plug. Most team members to do it wins. Sapphire does poorly. Only CT manages to get all the way around. Ruby then goes. They think that they get three and are in the lead. Emerald follows up. They only get two plugs, but in a twist, we learn that Kyle broke the rules and his doesn't count. So Ruby also only got two. Emerald did it a little faster. No win for Ruby. Emerald gets their second straight victory and is the agency at deliberation. Ed and Logan know they are the targets, but Logan is hurt. So his good buddy Ed steps up and says he will go in to save his friend Logan from going in while hurt. Agency obliges and picks Ed. At the layer, it's clearly pole wrestle, something Ed doesn't recognize at first. He then picks Kyle to go against, who has won this game twice before, and in a brutal match, one that sees a back-and-forth battle, 
Kyle weathers the Ed Storm, pulls out the victory, sends Ed home, and gets to choose a new team, and he wants to be with CT, so he goes with Sapphire. That sends Nelson over to Ruby with his BFF, Corey, and that is where this episode ends. Dang it. 137. We stumbled a little bit through that one. 97 seconds. And uh, just for a little behind the curtain, as we said in the open, this is the second time we are recording this, and I want the record to state we did actually manage to do that in 90 seconds the first time we tried. But, oh well, we miss yet again. That is everything that happened last week on the episode. Let's now talk about everything that's happened since that episode in the between time. To the between time we go, and this was... Probably the 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 most lackluster, I guess, between time we've really had this whole season. Probably about the the least amount to talk about of the whole the whole season thus far. But we will first start, as always, with aftermath and anything of note from aftermath. Which disclaimer, as usual, you should definitely be watching if you're watching the regular show. You might as well be watching aftermath too. They're doing a wonderful job. Devin Simone hosting, doing a fantastic job. And this was another good episode. The two notes to discuss from it. The first one is for the second Aftermath episode in a row, they did not reveal the votes from the episode. So the second time that we have had no longer the individual votes and now a team picking, and both times we have not seen who the the individual votes within that team. And last week I had the honor of being on the Redditor's React uh, Challenge React podcast with um, talking with Levi and Brian, who is standing in for George, the regular co-host, and... Uh, something I hadn't thought about before was brought up, I believe, by Brian during our discussion, and that was that we, since we hadn't seen the votes last week on Aftermath, did that mean that these new team votes were not you know, the six individuals of Emerald all voting, but were rather the team just had to submit one name as a cohesive unit? And we theorized that because we weren't seeing the votes, that must be what it is, that they must not be voting as individuals, or if they were that both times so far it must have been that they 100%, you know, six for six, they all voted for the same person and there was no reason to show us the votes. Um, I'm starting to lean now with the second time towards that, yeah, I guess this is the team has to, maybe that's why they're showing those deliberations right before, the like kind of the mini deliberation of the team before the actual nomination with everyone in the room um, is because maybe it is the team has to submit a name and not the six of them voting also worth noting on this front is that in view, at least of us, the viewer, there are only four iPads for the currently six people of Emerald that were sitting in the agency spot um, to swipe and pick a name on. So I don't know if two of them are just out of view that they kind of bring them around. They had way more than four iPads before because they used to had like whatever, 20 some, 30, whatever they had out there, you know, the first week. So they have the iPads. Um, it would be a lot more fun if if this if this is the case that the team is just submitting a name and that's it that is not nearly as much fun as the six of them voting as individuals within the team where you could get a tie potentially in what happens then or a you know four different people catch a vote and it only takes two people on the team voting for someone to send them down in and you know then they could you know whoever goes down in could go to the team and say who voted for me who didn't who I actually like who do I not is there just one person I need to you know I could replace on this team and suddenly a cohesive unit all that lots of interesting stuff so uh, we'll see if they ever reveal the votes again on aftermath or if we ever learn exactly for sure what uh, the rule is on that more on rules 
coming up right now because the only other note from Aftermath was also a rules-related question um, that came, and that was that we Kyle dropped very kind of quick, and they just brushed right by it. They didn't even really talk about it at all, that he did not know after beating Ed and Pole Wrestle, he gets to pick his new team, and he wanted to pick Sapphire, but he drops on Aftermath that he did not know that in picking Sapphire, he would have to move Nelson over to Ruby. He originally thought right after he had won that he had just sent Ed home. He could just take Ed's spot on Sapphire. And then it was explained to him that he has to move someone. And so he still did it anyways. He wanted to be on Sapphire with CT. And so he did. Now the edit we saw um, the actual episode we talked about on our recap that we weren't sure after the first time we saw this with Ashley going back to her team. We still didn't know what the exact rule was. But then that when we saw this, the version of these events we saw was TJ asked Kyle, what do you want to do? Which team do you want to be on? And Kyle immediately say, you know, this whole thing my grandpa always told me. And so you got to pick Sapphire, go with CT. Sorry, Nelson, you're going to Ruby. And we said, you know, seems like they knew the rules, even if we did the viewer didn't, because Kyle immediately is like, sorry, Nelson, you're going to Ruby. Turns out they also did not know the rule 100%, and there was something we didn't see where they had to explain in full, here's what happens if, and then everything Kyle said happened after that. So we now know the rule for sure is no matter who you send home, if you move to a team that is not the one you came from, someone from that team has to go to the one you came from. So that's the rule. Interesting that they didn't know it, and just another... Another kind of bit of ammunition for those out there um, that are, uh, you know, getting more and more upset by the season with all the twists, with all the different formats, with all the changes, with all the team changes that's going on. I am generally a little more pro all of that stuff than the kind of consensus regular fan seems to be. Um, but moments like this are ones where I, you know, there's no there's no defense I can come up with, even if I wanted to. Um, and I don't want to on this one. I, I wish that... I'm okay with there being format changes. I'm okay with there being twists and whatever. I just wish it was clear to us and especially clear to those actually there playing the game when those twists happen, what what the new rules are. Even if we know those rules might not exist for long and they may continue to change, what are the rules in the moment that we are playing by? Um, and and when, when we don't know that, it, it's not a good look. So... That's not great, but we found that out from Kyle. Those were the two things really from Aftermath we found out. As for the rest of the between time, as we referenced, pretty much not really anything going on. Everything that is going on is mostly related to All-Stars casting stuff and the Challenge 500 episode coming up on next week. So they had a bunch of you know clips coming out of kind of you know, going back, asking players their favorite memories, having TJ reminisce about some stuff, doing some historical stuff, kind of stepping on our corner or our soon-to-be corner. I guess they're beating us to our corner, more or less, is I should say fairly. Um, and so there's been a bunch of that worth checking out on the challenge, the main like MTV challenge, or Challenge MTV, I think, is the handle on Instagram. I think it's on their YouTube as well. Those videos have been very fun. Um, and then with the all-star stuff, we talked at length about it last week. We're not going to rehash it other than to say the all-star cat season three cast that last week we mentioned there was a rumored cast out there and that we knew from an inside source that at least one, a hundred percent, one of the big names being said on that all-stars three cast was for sure incorrect. And that because of what we knew about that person, we also thought that there was two others who were also likely incorrect on that list that list has now been i guess quote unquote confirmed 
more uh more accurately or whatever i don't know just more a little more confirmed i guess is the only way to say it a little bit more certified in the world of the internet um however the name that i am confident is not a part of all stars 3 is still on that list and the other two names that i also think are probably not a part of all star 2 or 3 based on what the information i know um are still on that list so we will see um if and when i can actually talk about that this vague thing that I'm talking about or this vague little bit of info that I know, um, but not until it is announced or discussed or brought to the mainstream. I am not I am not the one to do that. I'm not at this moment the Adrian Wojnarowski of the challenge, although I would love to be in the future. So any challengers listening out there, please send all your tips and uh, any anything you got, any news you want to break, send it my way. I would happily take up the mantle as that person, as that news-breaking person for the challenge. But um, for now, All-Stars, we talked about last week, we will do our All-Stars Season 2 preview podcast next week, likely on Thursday, not holding me to that yet, but probably Thursday just because then the following week when the first episode comes out, we will do our recaps of those episodes on Thursday, so we'll probably sync that up from the start, but that's coming next week, so three podcasts next week, going to be a big, big week, um, but as far as the anything the between time, Fessy and Amanda are back together, which, great, <laughs> um, uh, it's been a very fun story, but it's just going on and on and on now, uh, back and forth, back and forth. So, and it, it kind of relates still to this season, but at this point it doesn't really relate to this season at all. But after, uh, Fessy got a little messy down in Orlando and, uh, Amanda said definitively they're canceling all trips to see each other. It's off. It's done. It's forever done. They're back at dinner together this week. So who knows? It'll never end. But the only the real thing that it has nothing to do with this season at all, which is usually my rule, but I'm going to break my rule just to say, I think I've mentioned it once before, but now we're deep into the season. Mike the Miz Mizanin, Challenge OG, Real World OG, MTV, MT, MTV OG, that is now one of the biggest stars in professional wrestling, as he always said he would be back when he was just Mike on the challenge. The Miz is out there dominating Dancing with the Stars, and his performances have been absolutely amazing and so very much encourage you to go watch dancing with the stars to root on the miz to vote for the miz you could do what i'm doing i'm not actually even watching the show um but i'm just watching when he posts after the show he usually posts his full dance a few days after whenever he's allowed to do that watching those um and he always shares how you can like text to vote or go online and vote you don't have to watch the show to actually go on and vote for him so go ahead and do that I promise you, if you haven't seen the dances, he's earning those votes every bit of the way. Um, haven't watched the full episodes to know what his competition is looking like, but I know he has not come anywhere close to being eliminated, and he has looked amazing. So, Hope and Miz can go all the way and get another trophy, another championship to add to his overflowing trophy case at this point from challenge titles to wrestling titles and everything in between. So, The Miz is dominating Dance with the Stars. Shout out to him. That's all for the between time. So, Let's go ahead and move into our preview and prediction for episode 12, also known as that 500th episode of The Challenge. Diving into our preview of tomorrow night's episode 12, let's talk about what we're hoping for, what we're expecting, and what we are predicting. So, hoping for first. Not sure we would get it, but definitely just our biggest wish, our biggest hope for this episode and really for the rest of the season. And it's kind of a reoccurring biggest hope for the challenge in general. More time in the house not working out. More house time that isn't working out. 
I want to see these people play in pool matches. I want to see them playing chess on the deface chess board that Logan defaced last week to cheer on his, his Ruby team doing their workout. I want to see them just chilling by the pool, talking about regular life. I want to see the full uncut version of Amanda explaining childbirth to Kyle. I want to see all of that. So I know that I, I like the dailies and the eliminations, you know, even probably a little bit more than your average fan, but I am still clamoring for more and more of just, you know, what are these people doing in the house? Uh, that that I thought last week's episode, the best moment of it was Amanda explaining childbirth to Kyle. It was absolutely hilarious. And it felt like we saw 60 seconds of what was probably a, at least a 10 minute long discussion and laugh fest of the people in that room talking about it. I would have seen the, watched the whole thing. So give me more house time that isn't working out. That's what I'm hoping for. What I'm expecting is... With it being the 500th episode, because of the milestone, I am expecting from the sports element of the show a very physical daily challenge. Definitely think we're going to get a super physical one. We saw glimpses of it in the preview. It did look like there was some contact being made, some hands being put on each other, some pads of some sort out there. So I expect a very physical daily challenge, and I expect a classic elimination, which I say even knowing that the two preeminent classic of classic eliminations, Hallbrow and Pole Wrestle, have now both been used this season. If you would have told me at the beginning, if you would have, I didn't realize we were hitting episode 500, if you would have said that going into the season, like, hey, in the midpoint of the season, we're going to hit episode 500, I would have been like, great, mark it down. That's when we're doing Hallbrow or Pole Wrestle, guaranteed. No way. That's when we're doing trivia. Um, doesn't seem like it's either of those, but I do expect classic elimination. So maybe a balls in, maybe a not so fast. Who knows? Those would be my kind of tier two above those, you know, those top two that stand alone. I think balls in and not so fast are kind of your next two that are right on the edge of being that kind of all time have to have them elimination. So maybe one of those, but a physical daily classic elimination. That is what I'm expecting. What I am predicting. Let's talk predictions. Last week's predictions. We again went one for three for the fourth week in a row and kind of the fifth because five weeks ago it was we went one for one and carried over because it was that cliffhanger episode basically we just go one for three every week which is not great we would like to go two or three for three we are now 10 and a half out of 25 on the season last week's uh to review them quickly we said sapphire would win the daily challenge that was wrong they literally got third out of three we said Emmanuel would be chosen for the layer by the agency. Very wrong. He couldn't be because he was the agency. And then the one we got right, we said Tori Emmanuel hookup romance would finally happen. And we didn't actually see, you know, any anything too nefarious, but we did get the whole montage of the two of them. There was romantic elements to everything that was going on with that. Certainly we're counting it. They did end up in bed together, even if the time in bed that we saw was them sitting twirling the duvet cover with their feet over their heads, acting like it was a pizza dough. So there's that. But we count that one one for three on the season, 10 and a half out of 25. We're desperately need a three for three here. And I think we've dialed it up. We've got three predictions, as always, for tomorrow night's episode. And I think this is the week we get back on track. We can't get all the way back to 500, even if we go three for three. But a couple weeks in a row of some good predictions. We'll get there. That's our goal for the season is to get to 500 or stay there above there. So we're a little below. We got to get a couple good weeks in a row. We've got one this week. I'm confident. Three for three. Mark it down. This is what's going to happen. As always, no spoilers. I don't know any of these things for facts. These are just purely my predictions. The only thing I know is the the next week on clip that we've all seen at the end of the episode 11. So prediction number one, Emerald Cell wins the daily again. It pains me to say this prediction because if you listen to last week's recap, 
I even with two of my favorite favorite people in the challenge world and Devin and Tori on Emerald Cell, I'm just I just really don't I'm I don't maybe it's the edit, maybe it's everyone else in the house kind of talking shit and feel, seemingly being as annoyed as I am now, but I'm a little annoyed with the Emerald Cell, but I think they're going to win the daily again, go 3 for 3. They win. When they win, I think they're picking Emmy to go into elimination. I'm just going to leave it as Emmy goes into elimination. I'm not going to say if she's chosen or called out, but I think Emmy goes into elimination based on one, it's a female week, so obviously going to guess a female here. And then two, we see that her and CT have some words for each other this episode that she's not liking, that CT seems to have changed and not treating her the same he did early on. And I'm just going to go with, if I think Emerald wins, they're going to go with, let's keep picking rookies just to keep as many people happy as we can while we keep getting this power. Emmy would be one of the few rookies eligible if she's kind of stirring some feathers. Maybe CT, who's good, been working with and good friends with a bunch of the Emerald Cell people, says, hey, maybe you know she's been helping us a long time, but she's a little bit of a hot wire now. We can't, maybe we can't trust this moving forward. Let's get rid of her now. So I think prediction number two, Emmy goes into elimination one way or the other. And prediction number three is that regardless of who wins that elimination, regardless of who's in that elimination, Emerald Cell gets infiltrated for the first time. I believe whoever wins the elimination will immediately go to the Emerald Cell and break up that group. I feel even strong, more strongly about it based on the fact that I think Emerald Cell will win that daily again and prove that they they just are the dominant team right now. So Emerald Cell wins the daily. Emmy goes into elimination, and Emerald Cell is infiltrated by the winner of the elimination. Those are our three predictions, and that is our review preview of episode 11 into episode 12. We're very much looking forward to tomorrow night's episode 12, episode 500 of the challenge. That is amazing. Again, go check out all the extra content they're putting out. A lot of it is really, really fun. I've really enjoyed all the content with TJ talking about his time on the show. So check that out and come back Wednesday night or Thursday morning, whenever you are ready for your recap, immediately after you watch the episode Wednesday night, we will be recording. We will get that episode out probably around midnight or so central time um, on Wednesday night. So first thing when you wake up Thursday, it'll be in your feeds. Make sure wherever you're listening, you're following, subscribing, follow on Spotify, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, wherever you're listening, there is a follow or subscribe type of button. You could press right now and make sure that you never miss an episode. All of these not only have that, but if you're listening on Spotify, you can also hit the little notification button. So not only are you following it and it'll be in your feed, but you'll even get a pop-up notification when that episode drops. So hit those buttons, rate, review, all that is very helpful. Thank you so much for being here and listening. As always, anywhere you want to follow us, just search Challenge Historian. Instagram, you'll find us. YouTube, you'll find us. Any podcast platform, you will find us. Challenge Historian across the board. You can always find us. It's going to be a great episode tomorrow, and we're moving into an action-packed week next week where we've got three podcasts and a solo YouTube video dropping. We've got the review preview next week. We will have a recap. We'll have our all-star season preview, and we will have our first-ever standalone YouTube video separate from the podcast, although I may eventually put it on the podcast feed too, but heavily edited A lot of stuff going into this video that will explain my pitch for the greatest season of the challenge ever to get this show back on track and, spoiler alert, merge the two lanes of the challenge they have going right now. So if you're out there, Buna Murray producers, make sure you are subscribed to our YouTube channel so you don't miss that. You can steal all of my ideas. I hope you steal all the ideas. But with that, we're done with this pod. Thank you for being here. We will talk to you again Wednesday night. Until then, peace. (laughs) 